Welcome to Inside Games, the only gaming news show brave enough to not directly monetize children. Oh, we would never, ever. And on a completely unrelated note, we'd like to introduce Gamesy. It's our new fun and family-friendly mascot. Hi, your kids, give me your credit card. Wow, Gamesy seems really cute, but also forceful. <laughs> Gotta bully those kids around, I guess. We should probably rethink some aspects of Gamesy's design, uh, especially now that the U.S. government has a problem with tricking kids out of their money all of a sudden. Yeah, fella might actually get used to the idea and think that the government's doing its job if he wasn't careful. <laughs> this uh, very pleasant surprise came courtesy of the United States Federal Trade Commission, which secured a combined $520 million settlement against Epic Games for various violations in their banner game Fortnite. That is slightly over half a billion for those counting at home, uh, just in case that number came and went without really landing. It's a, it's a lot of money. Maybe you just don't realize it. <laughs> Uh, these settlements break all kinds of records. Not only are these the biggest amounts secured by the FTC in gaming, they're the largest amounts the FTC has ever obtained for rule violations ever. The total is split into two different settlements. In one, Epic will pay $245 million to the FTC to resolve concerns related to past designs of the Fortnite item shop and refund systems in Fortnite. The other is a $275 million settlement over Fortnite's manipulative treatment and privacy violations on behalf of their underage player base. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to go over the details of both settlements, starting with the one that might put some cash back in your bank account. Yeah, yeah, that's always good news, hopefully. Yeah. That would be the $245 million one. This is due to what the FTC called dark patterns, which is like a really cool and spooky name for what <laughs> it is. Uh, basically, our user interface is created specifically to trick consumers of all ages into making unintended game purchases. My dark pattern is uh, shame eating shredded cheese at 3 a.m., but that's not really hurting anybody but myself, so really no one can do anything about it. Yeah, we just don't talk about it, but everybody does it. <laughs> Unlike Fortnite, I guess. As far as that game's concerned, some players got charged for purchases while trying to activate Fortnite from sleep mode, or even while the game was loading. That sometimes resulted in children getting charged without their parents' knowledge. The FTC said that such tactics led to hundreds of millions of dollars in unauthorized charges for consumers. They also said that Epic ignored more than 1 million user complaints and repeated employee concerns about the same issue. According to the FTC, Epic even made changes that made the problem worse by purposefully making cancel and refund features more difficult to find. One million complaints. That's a shitload. Click and drag it right over to the trash can. <laughs> ah, there we go. That's a bonus in my pocket. Now I'm going home. Yeah, luckily anyone hustled by Fortnite should be included in the forthcoming refund. The $245 million settlement will be distributed to three groups. That's parents whose kids made unauthorized purchases in the Epic Game Store between January 2017 and November 2018. Fortnite players who were charged for unwanted in-game items between January 2017 and September 2022. And Fortnite players who were hit with unauthorized charges while their accounts were locked between January 2017 and September 2022. If any of that describes you, you actually can sign up for email updates on the FTC's hub site about the refund. Uh, they don't have a timeline of expected updates, but given that Epic Games has already agreed to pay for it, we can't imagine this will take too long to get rolling. We hope. The other half of this whole settlement, uh, this whole government paddling here, is the $275 million that Epic agreed to pay to the FTC over concerns related to children's privacy in Fortnite. So those concerns included uh, that Epic was illegally collecting children's personal information, that it matched younger players with strangers on Fortnite while allowing live communications by default, 
and that Epic used manipulative techniques to trick players into making unintentional purchases. Yeah, regulators said that Epic violated the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA, by collecting personal information from children under 13 who played Fortnite without obtaining consent from a parent. Uh, the FTC also said that Epic made parents, quote, jump through hoops to have their children's data deleted, which I'm sure they did. Uh, even worse, Epic sometimes failed to follow through when parents requested that their kids' data be deleted. It was the same person that was taking the one million complaints. Yeah, he was gone, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. He turned on his out of office. Those uh, those complaints just got auto-deleted 30 days later. <laughs> you know that that stuff happens, too, when you just have oh, to yeah. go to a company and be like, please treat me like a human, and they're like... <laughs> As for the live communications part of it, the FTC said Epic had caused substantial injury to children because Fortnite matched them with strangers while enabling live voice and text chats by default. The FTC said that children and teens had been bullied, threatened, and harassed within Fortnite, including sexually. Boy, the internet's the, the worst. It really the is. The internet's Gamers, absolutely huh? the worst. Even worse, the FTC says that Epic was aware of such harms, alleging that their user experience director emailed executives in 2017 seeking, quote, basic toxicity prevention for children on Fortnite and asking them to turn off voice chat. It did five years ago they did this. And those are all, that's very reasonable. Super reasonable, yeah. please. Yeah. They also said that while Fortnite introduced some privacy and parental controls over the years, regulators said the changes have not meaningfully alleviated these harms or empowered players to avoid them. That uh, user experience director hopefully got a raise and a promotion. Hopefully they're still there. Yeah, hopefully. Oh. And we're not fired. Passed over for a promotion so they quit. That's what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be the cynical yeah. dick here. In a statement, Lena Khan, the chair of the FTC said, quote, protecting the public and especially children from online privacy invasions and dark patterns is a top priority for the commission. She then added, these enforcement actions make clear to businesses that the FTC is cracking down on these unlawful practices. Just can't get over how cool dark patterns is. <laughs> oh my God, look at those patterns. They're so dark. Anyway, uh, Lena Khan, by the way, if that name sounds familiar to you, that's because Khan has been popping up in a surprising number of gaming stories lately. Earlier this month, the FTC sued to block the Microsoft Activision Blizzard merger in what seems to be the beginning of a far more aggressive and anti-corporate phase for the agency. Yeah, uh, for its part, Epic said that it's instituted a lot of children's privacy in purchasing safeguards over the years in a fairly defensive statement that neither admits to nor denies the FTC's claims. Epic said that, quote, Statutes written decades ago don't specify how gaming ecosystems should operate. The laws have not changed, but their application has evolved, and long-standing industry practices are no longer enough. All right, well, maybe we just turn off the fucking voice chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty simple. Yeah, I've, I actually saw that in another... There, Disney actually got sued for a COPA violation, and they kind of said the same thing. They were like, oh, the, 20 years ago, it doesn't apply anymore. <laughs> I guess, of course, if... I guess if you're the one who really wants to harvest kids' data, you're going to hope that that doesn't apply anymore. <laughs> Epic Games went on to say that they accepted the agreement, quote, because we want Epic to be at the forefront of consumer protection and provide the best experience for our players. They also made the claim that Fortnite is rated teen and is directed at an older teen and college-aged audience. Uh, well, that kind of seems a bit unbelievable, <laughs> considering that they've done crossover promotions with Dragon Ball, Naruto, My Hero Academia is currently happening. Are there some older folks who like those shows? Possibly Bruce Green? Yeah, maybe. Lawrence Sontag, maybe? Perhaps. But also... A lot of those shows are aimed at kids. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah, Fortnite is, I mean, it's cartoon characters shooting at each other. That's the game. So it's, uh, it's a bit disingenuous, a bit of a stretch for Epic to claim that its intended audience is older teens and college students. Like, you know, that's that's adult swim territory. It gets a little dark. And, you know, it's not like 30-somethings are banging down the door to see Ninja Floss either. I'm not seeing enough movement. <laughs> All right. 
So, what does Epic have to do to make things right besides paying these very large fines um, and maybe just apologizing for Ninja in general? They are required to turn off live text and voice chats by default for younger users. It's nice. Uh, it's actually the first time the FTC has imposed such a remedy. Oh, I, I can't believe it hadn't happened earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it actually demonstrates a minimum understanding of how online games work and where the privacy issues actually are, too. Uh, it's easy for us to take that for granted since we're gamers with a Z and a capital G and all that other stuff. <laughs> um, but this is the federal government we're talking about. They're kind of they're slow on the uptake. Um, we will take all the modern understanding we can get. Yeah, I agree. And uh, probably not coincidentally, Epic announced a new type of account for younger players back on December 7th called cabined accounts. That sounds cozy, right? Nice and safe. You're all bundled up next to a fire. Mm. Uh, it just means some features like chat and in-app purchases are disabled by default. Uh, in general, this seems like an uncommon W, big W for the federal government <laughs> and consumer protection. So we'll take it. Yeah, right. We're trying to find the hitch here. Uh, the cynical among <laughs> you may assume that, like I kind of did, uh, that pretty much any time a corporation gets fined for widespread human rights abuses, the fine is laughably small. Uh, you know, we reported on this uh, shortly ago. Take Activision Blizzard's recent $18 million settlement with the EEOC over decades of systemic sexual harassment. The company earned $8.8 billion in 2021, meaning the EEOC's $18 million fine amounted to just 0.2% of their annual income. It's not even a full workday's worth of revenue for that company. And this is supposed to represent 20 years of abuses. <sighs> Joke. Mm -hmm. uh, well, but for once, the FTC actually managed to leave a dent. As far as we can tell here, I mean, that's a, that's a half a billion. That's great. Uh, Epic Games doesn't publicly disclose their revenues since they aren't publicly traded, but Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney testified that the company earned 5.1 billion in 2020 as part of the uh, company's suit against Apple. Yeah, so if we use that figure, the FTC's combined settlement of 520 million amounts to just over 10% of their annual revenue, or 37 days worth if you just divide it out like that. That's substantial. We can't imagine any business would just laugh off losing over a month's worth of cash, especially operating at that volume. No, not at all. They totally wouldn't. Uh, like we said at the beginning, the settlement is very, very large. Uh, the previous record for child privacy violations was 170 million. That was paid by Google in 2019 over accusations that it illegally harvested data from children on YouTube and then used it to target them with ads. <laughs> Jeez. Thing is, though, it's kind of hard to find a downside here uh, unless it's maybe realizing how broken things are now. Uh, unless maybe you have charged opinions about COPA's enforcement. Maybe Epic will have to trim their solid gold fountains down to just two for the holiday party this year. We really don't have any like commentary here because I think this is all around a great thing. Uh, it, I mean, obviously we can go back and be like, uh, what the fuck, just turn off the voice chat back in 2017 when that dude said turn it off. But I mean, we can't go back in the past, so I'm I'm glad that they're doing this. They had some metric that said if voice chat's on by default, the engagement is up by 5%, so on it stayed. Uh, it's just, I don't know. The epic statement was, you know, they made a lot of very bold statements about how things ought to be done and how, what they are doing to make sure that this happens. And yeah, sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the same dance, right? I guess it's just fun. It's fun because this is like the good version of the other lawsuit where they're they're trying to stop the Microsoft merger. I mean, it's 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 anti-big corporation either way on a large enough scale, but this is far more justified of a suit as far as we can tell. And uh they're both just kind of, when you get the wins at your back, I guess you take all the fights you can get. Uh, and it seems like they won a big one here, so hard to argue. It's true. Take this uh, this story into Christmas and, you know, use it for the <laughs> Christmas spirit. <laughs> uh, here's some patrons that decided to invest their Fortnite refunds 
in journalism. That's us. Mark Fletcher, Dan Halloran, Keita White, Dragon Jetpack Society, and Dougal Tutpa. I'm going to be real here. My patrons, they're going to be spending their Fortnite stimmy on porn, but probably good stuff. You know, the classy <laughs> stuff. Xander, Eddie the Dog, Lenny Neves, Tito007, Jonathan Lenowski, and Dylan Hiley. Enjoy. Uh, remember, guys, Lawrence is joking around about that. Yeah. <laughs> They're not actually going to spend it on porn. Unless you are. <laughs>